What's up, everybody? It's Sid M. Here with my good friend, Kristen. And we are about to shoot the shit. Hi, everyone. It's Kristen with Sid M. And we are about to shoot the fucking shit. (laughs) So get prepared. Pull up your britches. Grab some popcorn. Pet the cat. Get some whiskey. Or tequila. And let's do it to it. Go, Sid. It's all all you, babe. All right. So, Kristen... I just gotta ask you one thing. Yeah. Where did you get that headband? The headband I'm wearing <laughs> is from a Great Gatsby theme party we did at my job. And I bought it in an outfit from Wayfair. You got it from Wayfair. Was it? No, it was Amazon. <laughs> it was Amazon. Sorry. I feel like, you know that phrase, you know what, Kristen, Wayfair. Have, you, have a seat. You That's, know, I need you, know, you to have a seat. You know you the know? Wayfair song, You Got Just What I Need? Hey. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I've never, did you ever order through Amazon before? Uh-huh. This was the first time I ever ordered through Amazon. Really? And I've never, I've never ordered through Amazon. Because I don't have an account. I used somebody else's. It was either Heather's or Lisa. I said, listen, I need a New Year's outfit for this great Gatsby shit. I was worried because it was New Year's and it was Christmas time. And I live, you know where I live. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I live in a studio where there's four doors to get to your house. Mm -hmm. They weren't kidding they do two-day delivery. They were here in two days. They were. It was. It was amazing. Did you have to sign for it? Nothing. They just dropped this shit off and said it was nonchalant. Go. Yo, shit was gangster. You know what? Yo, that's the thing about Amazon. <laughs> they don't. You could live in a hole under a hole under a hole, and they'll be like two-day delivery. Absolutely. <laughs> like I was, and, and I was even reluctant. I was like, well, I've never ordered through Amazon before. I ordered with Lisa's bullshit. I ordered, whatever. You use somebody else's account. Mm-hmm. You kind of get reluctant about it. Because you're like, well, what if they fuck up? What if they don't know? And here, right. I, here I have a great Gatsby party to go to in a white dress. I'm like, this mind shit Mind you, who the fuck? And mind Just- you, no, mind you, I had no idea if the dress was going to fit. Mm. All right. I remember you telling mm-hmm. me about it. You were nervous about it. Very. That. Well, you should be if you're ordering from Amazon. Yeah, because you're reading the critics, the reviews. Exactly. And they're like, a medium isn't a medium. I'm like, oh, you got to be bagging me. <laughs> my my boobs are going to, I don't know what it's going to look like. So I get this thing delivered. My neighbor upstairs, who's lived here for 35 years, knocked on my door nicely, but he knocked on my door. I knew the package was here. I knew it. I was like, I got to try this dress on. This shit better fucking fit because it? it. Yeah, well, it yeah, it was tight as shit. <laughs> so, and they said it in the reviews. They said small is small. If you got a big boy, it's gonna be you know tight. Mm-hmm. So 
I shimmied that shit on. You made it work. I made it work. I, I didn't wear a bra, which is fine. I didn't wear a bra. I put it, I put it on. I was like, if I don't breathe because the elastic is around my rib cage, that's fine. It's only a <laughs> night. It's fine. Just one night. Yeah. And when I was ordering with Lisa, she's like, get, get the... Get the things for the arms. Get get the head strap. Get all this shit. And it was great. I got all this shit. It came in and it was great. It was great. It was great. The thing is, is like, I'm a girly girl to some respects. But I'm a last minute girl. Are you a last minute girl? I definitely, I can definitely say that. For sure. I'm a last for minute sure. shopper. For sure. Mm-hmm. Like, down to the last fucking the second. last minute if somebody says you've got prom in two hours you're like i gotta get a dress it's right. gonna be make this work i gotta make this work right Absolutely. so right i i was like all i i'm in all white and i have no you looked great by shoes. the way i have oh, to say you. it was a great outfit the only thing you that really goes with white the theme. yeah well the only thing that goes with white that i was thinking of was a pair of red heels. Absolutely. And you even had the red fucking lipstick. Ah. Uh, you did it's that. It's facts, girl. You so fucking did that. It was, it, everything's always last minute with me. Always last minute. And I was like, all right, I got the dress, everything, everything, you know, comes to fruition, whatever. I pick Stephanie up from work. She's like, I got to go get a pair of shoes. I'm like, listen, I got to get a pair of shoes. And we have to be back at the job to set up in an hour. So we go Damn, to Famous... Damn, you were really last minute. Always. We went to Famous Footwear. <laughs> I had red heels on my mind. They were closing in 10 minutes. I'm not even lying. I went to the clearance rack. There was a pair of fucking red heels. Oh, my God. I know it. It was meant to be. Totally. Bitch. 40 fucking bucks. This bitch bought some gold heels. I was fine. I was, I was content. I was happy because, A... When I do dress up, it's a great feeling. B. Um, there's sirens going. It might be the COVID. <laughs> Just kidding. If you're listening to... This is Sid's channel, by the way. I don't know. It might be mine. We're both connected. But I wish Sydney was there for our New Year's Great Gatsby. It was a great moment. I bet. It was awesome. You know what I was doing while you had a great Gatsby Ooh, party? Probably drinking tequila. I was, sure was. Snapchat? I was, <laughs> did you Snapchat, have Snapchat, Instagram. I threw a party. Well, me and my cousin, Janelle, Wait, you made it look like we, you were going to throw a club party. We absolutely did. Me and my cousin, Janelle, we How threw, many hands did you have It there? doesn't matter. A lot? It was lit. I doubt it. It was fucking lit. I don't believe it. Are you it. kidding me? Mm-mm. Why? Because you your dress was too tight? Listen. Because first of all, <laughs> if I knew you were going to throw a lit fucking party. You would have been there, right? Not, I mean, but I you, didn't like you, the you, advertisement. You were. It was purple with yellow. and It, it was, was gold. It was neon. Yeah. It was a glow in the dark It kind of reminded me of, uh, did that end? No. It better not have. No. It kind of reminded me of a Tropics bullshit. First of all, Tropics... Never mind. I can't say that. Whatever. It is what it is. It wasn't a Tropics party. It was a glow-in-the-dark... Rave? Glow party. Mm. And it was lit. You know, we had glow-in-the-dark beer pong. Oh, no shit. Bitch, we had glow-in-the-dark cups, straws, um, balls. Did you have a... 
Did you have turntables? No. Well, then that's. But listen, my cousin thought she was gonna bring out the karaoke, Mm -hmm. and um, (laughs) she's. She started singing fucking... I don't even know what the fuck she was singing. Probably Jonas Brothers fucking... Who fucking What's knows? What's his nuts? Puth? At that point, What's I was Puth's done. name? Chris, is it Chris Puth? What's his name? Yes, Charlie Puth. I like Charlie Puth. You know what? Yo, listen. I watched Gay, uh, Game of Thrones. No, it's Ellen's, <laughs> it's Ellen's shit. Ellen's Game of Games. Like Love all. her. I love that show. So, listen... I'm seeing this dude. I didn't know Charlie got a haircut, right? Mm-hmm. And then I see, I think, I see Halsey. So I'm seeing this game. I'm watching it. I'm like, this guy's funny and shit. And he's so attractive. Look at this shit he's got. Oh my God. And he's, he's like right there with you Ellen. You know someone's attractive when a lesbian is saying they're sexy. Oh my God. He was, I you mean, I was I'm like, saying? I was like, either this is a setup or this. And I couldn't, I didn't even realize it was Charlie. Because he, he was going with it, with the flow, with Ellen. And then all of a sudden, I look over and I see a stoic Halsey. I was like, oh, okay. That's a pop star right there. And that's a guy. That's And I, I thought about it. I was like, that is, he's on his game. He's on his game point. For a minute, I swear to God, I thought, Charlie, I was like, is he related to the woman in the chair? You know, that's playing the game and shit. And then I'm like, wait, 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 wait. What in the actual fuck? I watched this fucking really show for love, 30 seconds. Do you really love Halsey? to know about celebrities like that? No, I don't give a fuck about celebrities like that. No. It took me a second to realize that that was Charlie. Okay. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I didn't know this game from a hole in the wall. I'm seeing two random strangers in a goddamn chair about to get dunked. And then I'm like, you know, you know, you, you, you see Ellen doing her thing, right? And you think it's yeah. an everyday Joe listening to her, her answers and her questions. But I was like, yo, this guy's funny. He's got a comeback. Mm-hmm. He's got it. And then I'm like, that was like, is that? Is that Charlie Booth? <laughs> and then, cause Helen, look, Helen, Ellen was looking at Halsey. How? And I was like, yeah, of course you get that stuck up. I love her though. Papa's female bitch standing there, nah. But it it was, uh, and I was like, yo, this is celebrity versus civilian. You know what I mean? <laughs> they were like, name five fucking soda products. She fucked it up. <laughs> Wait, what it was is Charlie, he fucking, I don't remember. But you he's... know what I love hmm. about the Ellen show? Is what? when she has people, like, literally sitting in that fucking little box that looks like a fucking um, end table, and then they pop out and scare the fucking Yeah, this, you know what's interesting about that is that I love it too. Sarah Paulson, you ever watch her? Mm-hmm. I haven't seen American Horror Story, but I'm gonna tell you, this woman is so fucking hot, and her acting—I <laughs> swear to God, I've seen her before. So she's been scared enough times on this show, to the point where I'm like, the chemistry between Sarah and Ellen, amazing. 
Amazing. Ellen is a vibe. Ellen's a great vibe. She's a fucking vibe. And she's like, still a vibe. You know, I'm a little older than you. By 10 years. You know what? That's a fact. It's a fact. <laughs> but I'm young at heart. Whatever. That's bullshit. I'm always young at heart. But in 98, I'm going to say this. I was a junior in high school. I was 97. Ellen was on People Magazine. I'm a budding lesbo. Love it. And I was like, yo, this woman's amazing. It's great. It was the, the, the times have changed. And on her show, I know we've heard this a thousand and one times, but for me personally, I will never forget when she came out on her show. I'll never forget her it. Her first show, right? I'll never forget mm-hmm. it. She confessed her love for Laura Dern to fucking Oprah. But I loved Ellen because she was a comedian. It wasn't just because she was talking about herself. It was because she was, she knew she who she was, and I appreciated that. And then I was like, I was like seventeen, like sixteen. I was sixteen. Right. Yeah. Like, I loved it. I was like, yo, and I and when she said that was like a make or break for her, it was like legit. Like she fell off the face of the earth. The the woman came out of the closet. But it was great because, you know what? We all came out of the closet in the right, 90s. Right. We did. So, I was so like, wow. Inspired. Yeah. And then, like, you know what I also liked about her? Then I watched her comedy. Because I always, she was very genuine. I like that she is 100%. Real. Yeah, like, just... Very just real. straight shooter, like yeah. you know, just like like hard work and real. Mm-hmm. Like every day, I wake up, I do the grind, I I, I make people laugh, I you know, I I am, I do this every fucking day of my life. Right, it's amazing. It really is. It is. It's very like admirable. Yo, and then Portia comes in the picture. Let's are we on podcasting? Yeah, we Good. are, girl. So let's talk about Ellen. I want to, hmm. I want to talk about lesbians. I want to switch the, switch the topic to you. Oh, me? Well, I want to know hold about. Hold on, we got popcorn, folks. I got, I got popcorn. <laughs> she wants to switch. We got, we got popcorn and uh, nine pin nine cider. Pen. We also have uh, Cuervo. Um, Shout out. And drugs. Just kidding. <laughs> Although we might not be. <laughs> You don't even you okay go. I want to know about you and your experiences as a lesbian in New York. In New York, yes. Well, first of all, let's. Uh, you mean like New York State? Yes. As opposed to yeah, like I just I wonder. You know, everybody's got their. Stories and mm-hmm. everybody's got their experiences. It, it, it you can go either way with it. How have people treated you? Do you feel people treat you any differently because of your orientation? Never. When it comes to personal or professional. Never. Well, first of all, to emphasize New York, the entire state, nobody does that. You'd be pretty fucked up if you would ever criticize a homosexual or ever fucking put them in a category. That's true, but you know what? It happens. It does. 
You could go to Elmira. You could go to the Southern Tier. You could go to uh, uh, fucking Leroy, New York, which is west of, you know, Rochester. You could go to a small town, USA, New York State, but primarily, no. So you're saying yeah. you personally have never experienced discrimination? That's a great question. I've lived in Rochester for 15 years. That's with two years on and off. I still say that. And I've lived in Schenectady, New York. Rochester is a huge, huge, huge LGBTQ community. Mm-hmm. It is where I blossomed. It is where I've felt love. It is where I fucking dated. It's where I've had one night stands. It's where I've had heartbreak. Right. It's where everything was amazing because... It just is what it is. It's where I watched The L Word for so many years. Love that show. No, I didn't live in New York City. No, I didn't live in Brooklyn. Yes, I visited it. Yes, things are great about the city. But New York State as a whole, we've never been a state, I think, where people have discriminated against somebody else. It might happen in small town USAs, but in general, no, I've never experienced that personally. Have you? I actually have. Where are you from? But you know what? I'm from New York. It's a small town. Uh, what's the name? Broad Albany. Everyone likes to call it Broad Albany for some reason. Or there's <laughs> another one that the, I told you about. Those people that came and they were in the igloo. What are they? Uh, I and they loved the food. You, uh, Fucking uh, Amsterdam. They said Bralab and how they say it? Bra- well, it may, you know what? When I grew up, my address was Amsterdam, but it's a town, Broadalbin. That's yeah. the town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what? I'm sorry, fam, but there are a lot of people out there that are very homophobic. And you know what? They're racist as well. Right. It's very hit or miss out there. Hmm. Thankfully, you know, my family isn't like that but have you been out to your family this whole time <clears throat> i haven't seen them and i mean your I've mom seen, knows I've you're seen, a lesbian yeah like you're a lesbian to your mother absolutely she knows you she knew this she knew she was one of the first people that knew about you it. know when i came out to my mother i said this is two things i would say said which is negates everything about my life i said i'm gonna come out to my mom when I find the love of my life. That was like two exes ago. That was horrible. And second, <laughs> it was at the same time Obama made, like the Supreme Court made it legalized throughout America, which was great, that everybody can get married. That's amazing. So I was like, I'm in love <laughs> with this girl. I'm going to my mom's house. When my mom's a bona fide Christian, I was like knocking on the door. I won't come in. And she has it on TV. Who doesn't? It's on all major networks. Right. You know, and it's 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 there. It's big. You know, and I'm like, I got to tell you something. My ex, ex, we can't disclose names, texted me. <laughs> let me know what's going on. I'm like, I'm so happy. I'm in love. Like, literally, this was a dream of mine to fall in love and to tell my mom I found somebody that I'm in love with. Right. Okay. It didn't work out that yeah. <laughs> So I'm on the couch, and I was like, yeah, I gotta tell you something. And she's like, what's up? I'm like, mind you, I'm getting pressure 
You know, lesbians, that's a whole nother topic we can talk about. Lesbians, lesbians, I know. Anyway, um, I was like, I, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to say it. I was, I'm like, you know, I just got to tell you something. And she, she, you know, said right back to me. She's like, um, I already knew or something along those lines. Uh, like not duh, but right. like, I already knew. Like, well, shit, when the fuck are you going to tell me? Love that you're a born-again Christian. Right. I get that you read the Bible, but when were you going to tell your daughter that you knew she was a lesbian? Mm -hmm. Because I didn't think you guys liked lesbians. Exactly. So, this is great because not only is it on TV, she's like, this is a phrase that she loves to say, fit to be tied. She's fit to be tied. She goes to her bedroom and grabs the Bible out. Immediately. Oh, shit. You know what? If you can grab the Bible. Romans. Girl, I'm out. Well, you ain't leaving yet. (laughs) I sat there like this. Like, this is the biggest moment of my life. Absolutely. Now I'm sitting here between the cross tails of heaven versus hell. This is a moment that I want to share with my mom. I got the Supreme Court, Obama, the whole world saying... You can get married to whoever you want. And my mom's like, I'm bringing out the new King James version. (laughs) Thou shall not. Like, it was like, it was, it was like, come on. It was a moment of like, I can't get, you know. And you know what? I'm not with that girl that I was with. So maybe that it, it was kind of a good thing. But at the same time, like, I knew I was never, and this is like mom you know, like daughter, familial bullshit. Mm-hmm. This is also homosexual versus Bible shit. Exactly. I, but you know what? Yeah. Who can honestly say? I worry about this. The Let's person, talk about this. The person you were with when you came out of the closet, who can honestly say they're still with that person? Nobody. Maybe a select few, but the majority, I don't know. So I like that because it's like this. In the gay field, 10 years is like 30 to a straight couple. (laughs) Everybody says it. That's such a fact. That is Mm -hmm. a fucking fact, Kristen. It's true. I think there's the stigma of like trying to figure out who you are and trying to find love and trying to understand it is very different than straight people. And I'm going to say it. Because straight people, they're attracted to each other. They probably don't even know if they love each other. And that's that's the real question. You could live with somebody your whole life. Do you really love them? And I think one of the good qualities about being gay, because there's qualities about everything, is that gay people get to know the people they date. Right. We might do it in two days, three weeks, four years. That's another thing. Ten years. But, you know. but we figure it out and we and, and we go through what love is. I'm tired of Christianity. I'm tired of Bible thumping. I'm tired of like what I think is quote unquote wrong. A sin because God says it's wrong. First of all, I didn't ask to fucking love what I love. Right. Why should I be condoned for this? You shouldn't. To what? To to take up my cross? To appease other people's opinions. Yeah. That's all it is. The biggest dilemma that I have with this, which is a huge topic for me, is like... The idea of, like, letting go of your sin. First of all, you just said I had a sin. I don't like that. You know what I mean? People in general. Right. The Bible says I have a sin. I'm gay. I have a sin. So now I have to not do what I want to do. Right. I'm not asking to go to hell. 
You know, the Bible's telling me I'm going to hell for liking a female. I didn't ask for that. I like what I like. Exactly. What is wrong with liking and loving the same gender? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. And you know what? Who That's colored exactly it? Exactly why yeah. I do not practice any type of religion whatsoever. Because I think it's an absolute disgrace. I think it, <laughs> it bothers me though. Does it not bother your conviction? Like I feel this every day. I'm gonna tell you this. My heart does this every day. I'm telling this to anybody who's listening. My heart feels this like if I fucking go and be gay the rest of my life, I feel like I'm gonna go to hell. Let's talk and about that this topic. That is crazy. How could you possibly think something like that? Because my entire life, I was brought up in thinking that if you like, like I was brought up thinking that sin is sin, and that you should go away from that. So, I've watched so many transgendered videos on YouTube. I've watched. So many transgendered reversals. Right. I've watched so many things. I've seen it. I know people who are gay and transgendered and all of these things. And I can tell you one thing about me. I just don't get why it would be a bad thing to be who you are. I cannot dissect it. I enough. literally feel you. I can't. It drives me it. insane. It drives me insane because what 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 the fuck does God or Jesus? Let's talk about this. Jesus yeah. Christ died on the cross. All right, he died on the cross for our sins. We have to not do our sins. Okay, I get it. Don't drink. Don't do this. Don't don't drug. Don't 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 do fornication. Don't cheat anyone. All this stuff, and then all of a sudden it's like don't you know don't be gay. Because I made a male and a female. Bullshit. You made human beings. And human beings aren't black and white. Exactly. So, when you created male and female, were you like, eh, the next female that comes around, I really don't think I want her fooling around with Eve. What if she likes Eve? Exactly. For all we know, someone did like Eve. Yeah. (laughs) And for the record, why does Adam have to touch my breasts for his own liking? They're not for him only. Maybe Eve's, you know, friend, Danielle, likes my boobs too. (laughs) And my vagina. I mean, like, a lot of things. You know, a lot of things, I must say, are unknown. We don't. Ever know the full story. I think the question is, is what does your spirit tell you? Exactly. What does your spirit tell you? My spirit tells me that love is love. My spirit is saying another thing to me. Jesus is not a white man. That's a fact. <laughs> like, my buddy Musa, shout out to him, has definitely educated my thinking in the fact that, like, it's not amen, meaning to, to amen. It's like, 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 there's, how do I say this? Like, there's so much thinking within our own thinking. Exactly. It's, we were not, it's not just right here. It was created beyond us. Mm-hmm. And man made it smaller. What also gets me 
is that if I open up the Bible, I know my spirit is going to be like, yo, what do you think of that scripture? Right. You know exactly. Exactly. And so I've been in more it spiritual than yeah. anything. Yeah. I've been in that world, Sid. I've lived it. I was a youth group leader and all this shit. I worked at a Christian bookstore. I did cocaine and I was a lesbian and I walked in there and I heard Christian music every day and I said, I got to get out. I got to get the fuck <laughs> out of here. And I looked at Bob, who, who was the manager, and he was like 70. I looked at him, I cried. I said, listen, I got to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like, I can't do this shit. He's, you know what he said to me? I did a, I did a fucking book club for, a bun- for kids every week. You come in. You read a book, I give you a stamp, you get a prize. No shit, what was the prize? It was like a toy of some shit, (laughs) right? Like an arcade toy? I mean, it was, I think, this is going back to 04, it was like, um, it was something. But like, there was two other stores, and the assholes who owned it were like these quote unquote Christians, but all they cared about was money. That's beside the point. Everyone's a fucking hypocrite. Mm-hmm. So I was like this. I was like, Preach. right. So they had. It was called Alpha and Omega. You know what Alpha and Omega means? Beginning and end. Right. So here I am, the biggest heathen of the entire fucking place. <laughs> Big time lesbian. Happy about it. Coming out of the closet. Early twenties. Working at a Christian bookstore because I was like, let me just figure my life out. Right. If I just get involved in what the Lord wants, things are great. <laughs> Jesus so, No, I couldn't. I didn't want to. And the balance so, of... I think the Lord looked out for me. He was like, I, I didn't mean for you to work there. I don't want you to be <laughs> that person. I want you to be right. who you are. So we had two other stores where at the end of the summer we had the book club. Who could come up with the most kids that could come to the bookstore and have a reading. I ordered a llama. I swear to God. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. And all the kids Girl. that came in, I stamped their book. And I told them, I called every week. I said, is Jordan reading his, his book? And his parents would answer, yep. I go, well, he gets three stamps in the book. There's a prize for him. You want to know why? Because I wanted all the fucking kids to come to my fucking store. At the same time, I was like Shit, fighting. You were, you were fucking. Dedicated. I was fighting my own. Yeah, it was, yeah. I was doing work ethic versus my own life. That so, is dedication. All these kids showed the fuck up, and a llama showed up. I looked at Bob. I said, "I can't do this shit anymore. <laughs> I'm a lesbian. I'm tired. You got your kids. There's llamas. Like- <laughs> yeah, we all know Jesus. Everything's good. I gotta get the fuck out of here. And after oh, that, I never shit. looked back. I don't blame you, honestly. I never looked back. I didn't look back because, like, I have a dichotomy with God. I scream at God every day. I'll tell him to fuck, shut the fuck up, leave me alone. I don't give, like, but then I also look at things like, you know, he's kind of like, you know, if this Jesus thing is real, and there's one person that died on the cross for all of our sins. That, you know, we, we only know what we've been told. I just have to add that in. What do you mean? I mean, speaking from somebody who is not religious whatsoever. What about your parents? Are they original? They're, uh, I mean, I, I don't know. My mom, mom. Is, my yeah. mom isn't so much. Me and my mom are very similar. We're not really the godly kind of people. Like I said, we're more spiritual than anything. I really love this topic with you because I hate to bring this backwards for a minute, but I had a little disrespect earlier today in bringing this up because... 
My mom forced her entire identity and her life into being a born-again Christian. Right. My brothers didn't have that. So when she had me, it was full-blown Christian. Mm. Literally. And everybody who's listening right now literally left her job of 17 years. And me in Catholic school. Or whatever. School. Took me and brought me to, to South Carolina with a bunch of other people. It was mm. totally cult, like oriented, like cult, uh, like, you know what I mean. And like to this day, the woman writes checks to these televangelists. I said, you know, they tell you about financial prosperity. I came at her once with this. I said, you know, they tell you about financial prosperity, and they're fucking millionaires, and you buy their books, and they have jets and multi-million fucking houses. And they're telling you what the hell you want to hear. Mm-hmm. And yet you haven't... What has changed in your fucking life? Right. You know what? And I will say this because I love my mother. She'll be mad defensive about it. You don't know, Kristen. Oh, I do know. Because you've been living in the same fucking place this whole time. And yet you've been giving 10% of your income every week. Mm. You have no idea what that... Like, how that... How that is. Like, it's a disconnect between parent-child... And also between reality. I gotta say... I hate Joel Osteen, by the way. I do not really respect people. I I will say more, you know, detailed. I don't respect parents who try to push their beliefs on their children. For example, if I was to have children... Yeah. Um, I would never, you know, if, if I believe in something, I'm not going to try and make my kids believe the same thing. Yeah. I want them to believe whatever the fuck they want. Right. And, you know. It's perfect. Uh, it's just all you know. about what you want to believe in. Don't base your beliefs yep. off of somebody else. I think it's also smart to know what is to educate yourself in life and grow with it like understand right. that you have difficulties understand that you're gonna fall my mom lover not negating this use that like catholicism people right. use rosaries they they think that no offense to be a little catholicism but they think if they count to mary 17 times they're gonna be okay <laughs> right they think if they go and do a bunch of bullshit and they sit and talk to a priest that everything's mm-hmm. fine my mother goes and sits at a church and right. is not getting accustomed to the fact of what she's actually doing and writes a check to these asshats and thinks mm-hmm. that they're going to help her in some which way. You're doing this same ritual. It's pathetic to me. Right. I want raw, gritty shit. I've talked to God. I'm like, show me who the fuck you are. He could take me out tomorrow. Right. And I've like, I believe in hell. I believe in heaven and hell. You want to know why? Because I believe in a destination. So my thinking is, is... If I go to hell, what does that look like? Like, what am I doing wrong? Like, I, I have to know. I don't want to... And I believe hell is in the center of the earth because I, I, that's how what I think. I think... Because I, lo- I love the way the world Can works. Can I ask you something? Yep. Totally. Have you created this belief on your own? Yeah. Like, um, with no influences? What belief are you talking about? Just, I mean, yeah. we'll just keep it basic. Yeah. The heaven and hell. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I don't believe, absolutely, because, absolutely, because I've lived a life in my years. I've lived a life of um, 
you know, parental control, like going to church and all this and, 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 and having a safety zone and, you know, all this. And then I've lived a great life of experimenting and having a lot of fun in my life. And then I've had, you know, choices that I've had to make. And then I've relived those choices over and over again. And then I've like been like, you know what, I've been me and I've had, I've been granted an opportunity by grace, I would say that I can wake up every day and think these things about what it is. So I am going to give credit to God, you okay. know, I'm not going to say Jesus yet because I'm not there yet, even though that the Bible says, you know, no one comes to the father, but through me, I don't know you. You're a man that I don't know that you died. Like, I don't know you. Like, it's weird for me to fucking think that way. I've come to 39 years of thinking that I will fucking rip your ass a new one. If every person in the Bible that has ripped your ass a new one, then you've met me right now. (laughs) And that's what it is. And I'm not threatening you. I'm asking you, what the fuck are you doing for me? You died on the cross for me. You died for Kristen. Then who am I since you died on the cross for me? Who am I? Mm. I'm not just a person. I'm a Christian. Right. And if I mean nothing to you, kill me tomorrow. I've said it every day of my life. I don't give a... I mean, I give a fuck, but I... Like, show me what right. the fuck you want. So, with that being said, I've had... I... Like, it's... I'm scared to go to that line. I'm scared to go... Walk the line, Kristen. Walk the line. What do you... What do you... What do you think? I mean, like, I think what I think, I want to know what that means. But, you know, perception is reality. Things like, uh, for example, Tanya, bad news. Mm. Very bad news. Bad news in the context of, I mean, it's it's just stupid. It's stupidity. I gotta say this, oh. you know, I really... And wisdom is power, and power is it, wisdom. That is a fact. It's powerful. It really fucking and, is. And that's the thing. And, you know, everybody is gonna have their own beliefs and, you know, follow their intuition. But what if Jesus really is the way, for a second? Honestly, it's all what about... What if it is? If you really believe that, then, you know, you gotta go with it. I mean, like... I just gotta say, yeah. from my standpoint... I it's I feel like I, it's different for me because I wasn't raised to believe in, you know, stuff like that. I mean, of course my family yeah. believes in a higher power sure, sure, and sure, all this sure, other sure, shit. Sure. Yeah. But, you know, they're not churchgoers. They're not fucking reading the Bible. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And first of all, let me tell you something. My mother, I've said this I said this earlier, and I'm going to say it on the podcast. No offense, Mom, but <laughs> your ass was a whore for a minute before you became united with Jesus. <laughs> I love you. But you had Ron's dad, you had Derek's dad, and then you had mine dad. And I think after that, you were like, I'm done with Dick. <laughs> I got it. I think you got you, you know, I think in that moment when she got pregnant with me, she was like, I'm going to Jesus. Oh shit. And that's exactly what it was. <laughs> it was like, yo, shit shit fucked me up. Mm. I mean, like I, I send bad news bears and 
you know what? My mom, my aunt says this. She goes, you know, your mother wanted to be a fucking nun. And I was like, I got oh, It's the truth. I love my mother. But listen, she, she could have been a nun. You have a great relationship with your mom. I don't. I know, and we're very different in that aspect. Are we still recording? Yeah, we Good. are. We, you and we're I... We're absolutely, completely, opposite. entirely opposite. Yeah, no, but it's what's interesting about us, about why we're not, is because I guess I'm like, like I'm blessed to be like, my mom was older. I have a, I'm going to toot my own horn. I have a great personality. Mm-hmm. I've protected my mom. She was very horrible in a lot of ways to me. That doesn't matter. But she was still great because she's my mom and I respected her. Right. I respected the and way. And that's all it's about. It, it is. And I didn't get what I wanted. But if I did, I probably wouldn't be Kristen. Exactly. So, you know, like Maury, uh... Jerry, all those assholes, <laughs> they get those fly-by-night shit. You're bringing Jerry Springer Well, I'm just saying, catch me outside shit is like, yo, you have no respect for your mom. That's Dr. Phil. Say, I missed his ass. But I'm just, do you get what I'm saying? Like, they, do, they don't do. respect something that they wish they could have. Like, you know, like, you know, I like, my mom was not a good mom. No, 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 but I loved her and I still do. That's because you can't. And we don't talk. You can't. You you only have one mom. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. We learn to love our family. We learn to love the people who raised us. I respect that you go out to sushi with your mom. I respect. I love doing that. A lot of people, honestly, they can't even say that. Yeah, you have you know a great relationship saying? with your mom. You guys, and I'm it. so thankful for that. Yeah. You know, she's really like, aside from everybody I've met, you know, she is my best fucking friend. Yeah, no, you guys are very close. I respect that about you. We've come a long way. We really have. Yeah, and you know what? And it's what's interesting about me too, uh, Sid, is that my mom and I respect each other from afar. We're never gonna be close. It's it's just a matter of fact. Right. It's not gonna happen. It was. I don't want to get into it right now. Right. It's it's not a topic of conversation I'm interested in, but we're not gonna be that. She doesn't open up. She's never been communicative. I said this earlier today, and it is what it is. So, I appreciate that I've learned to be myself in a situation. I couldn't be myself. Right. People who are battered and like kind of abused and like all this bullshit in their life, they learn to cope in different ways. And I'm not trying to say that entirely, but I've I've learned to cope in 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 ways. You know, my brothers were older, my father wasn't around, and no, I was never, whatever. But the, the you know like yeah you know like in and, and and so I've learned and and like I I um I got close to my best friend Alicia I went to Schenectady Christian you know my older brother I told you that right mm-hmm. he passed yeah. away left me all that that money yeah. hundred thousand oh, oh Jesus Christ I mean I didn't expect that. I'm an individual who doesn't know what's going on in the world. Right. Do you understand I had no relation? I don't have a relationship with my mom and my brother, Derek. 
And then I find out my older brother leaves me $100,000. That my mother's best friend who's amazing as the most soul, most individualistic person I ever met said that. You know, it was like, and like, it was, it's like, it's just weird because I've always been, they've never talked to me, said, about anything. And here I am right now, still doing the same thing, meaning life. I wake up every day. I have to live a purpose-driven life or I'm going to go fucking insane. Mm -hmm. I have to. And you are. You think? Honestly, I really do. I really do. Considering, you know, everything you've been through, everything you've told me, I really, you know, I have a lot of respect for you. Well, you make me cry. No, for real. I really do. I think I just love people. You do. You're so kind-hearted and you're genuine. If anyone tells you any different, tell them to go suck a dick. Because they're fucking wrong. Honestly. And you know, like I was saying earlier, I haven't known you for that long. But the time that I have known you, you've shown me nothing but respect. Yeah, I love you. You know? I really love you. You're, you're good people, for real. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's... Maybe that is my mom. I wish I could say it was my dad. You know, he was great. He taught me this. That was my mom. She was great in that area, but... I don't know. I do think that in some regards. Like, she's strong. She's independent. I do think that. At 3 o'clock in the morning, she got up and she ironed her clothes. What I do love the most about my mother is the way she handled my brother. That's it. And he's dead. Well, that's fu- It fucking sucks. Right out. Yep. Because he and I, it was the, it was the only connection we had. And I saw, I saw femininity with her. And I saw testosterone with him. And I love the way they handled business. He pulled up with his Monte Carlo in the front lawn with his high beams on. And he walked in with an entrance. And after that, I was like, yo, that's what's up. And Derek sat there on the couch like a pussy. <laughs> and, you know, to this day, he's, you know, a pussy. Mm-hmm. He's there, you know. But, and, Derek, and Ron's not there anymore. But Ron, you know... That's a lot of money to leave to somebody. It really is. At 13 years old. And left your mother 10 grand. And left your brother 10 grand. But your other brother, Derek, the middle one, was the one in control, the beneficiary. Is that what they call it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. At the end of the day, the I, of the I just day, want to stem off from that. Yeah, yeah, let's. Yeah, I'm talking Memories, positivity. Love this is, is good. This love is, is good. this is the positivity right here. Yeah, yeah. Memories that you make with people are everything. Mm-hmm. Fucking everything. Well, I, I'm telling you. Yeah. You could meet thousands of people. However many people come, you come into contact with. You're always going to savor the memories that Absolutely. you have. And you know what? That's all you got. That's all you have. You know what? It's what's his not said the same thing. When you lie your head at night at the end on the pillow, guess who you're laying with? Yourself. Exactly. Alone. Exactly. That is a fact. I, and we're going to change the topic of 
whatever. I've lived mature and soul oriented my entire life. My entire life. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean my because my mother was older. It doesn't mean because my mother was distant. It was because I am who I am. Exactly. Whether I had a parent... And those are the kind of people I uh, fucking honestly... Associate with. And, you know, I'm drawn to those kind of people. Because that's how I am, too. You know, I... I grew up young. You know what I'm saying? And, and, you know... How old's your mom? My mom is right now forty six. She's twenty she's years young. older than me. She's young. Yeah, yeah. Well, you guys and you guys are close on that level too, and that's a great attribute to have. Absolutely. Like I'm so. You're blessed. Thankful. You're blessed. I'm thankful to when have. When I see someone photos like of that. you and your mom, I'm like, yo. When I I look at old photos of my mom, because my mom aged. She's seventy six, right? So, here we go. 20 years ago, right? When she's looking great, I seen photos, three by fives, five by sevens. I'll whip them out right now. And we're laughing and shit. And, and she's doing her thing. And I'm loving it. Now I'm like, motherfucker, you're damn near 80. Shit. I mean, I, gotta, I love her and I respect her for who she is. But damn, I got to deal with a whole different side. It's like, it's not, you know, and do, I guess you could say at the end of the day, like I get neglected on the fucking adulthood of having my mom. You know what I mean? And also, I don't, this is like, I don't want to go into depressing topics, but yeah, my mom is definitely has mental illness is bad. It's bad. Mm -hmm. But. I get it, and I respect it, and I dealt with it, and thank God I have a sense of humor, because I dealt with it. When I was seven, I grew up real fucking quick, real fucking quick. In fact, if we really want to go there, nobody gave a fucking shit about Kristen at all in her times of going through it. Let's just go there for a minute. No, but you know what? I don't care. I learned. You are who you are. And you know what? Everything that happened to you in your life has brought you to this moment. And now I have one question for you. Yeah. Are you proud of the person that you become today? No. Can you honestly say at this moment? No, absolutely not. Are you serious, Kristen? Am I proud of me as a person? Yeah, because I'm nice. I'm great. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm loyal. I, I stand up and do the job, but I'm not 100% where I want to be. No, but you as an individual, like you as somebody people look at, are you proud of who, like, are you proud of what you show people? Like... No, I'm not. I look at look at what I do at my job every day with Danny shit. I'm very embarrassed by that. It's a horrible fucking situation because I don't like that girl. I want nothing to do with her. And I'm showing you guys I showed you guys a side that really was A vulnerable and B I trusted, but also C like I don't I'm a I'm a I don't show my fucking I don't show I'm I don't show my feelings like that. 
So when I talk about it as much as I do, it's because I don't want it in my life. I don't, I, or I do, or, or like I'm, my, my channeling of passion is writing. I know it. I'm wicked creative. It's right there. Mm -hmm. It's been there. Everyone's told me that. And I hate to... Everyone's told me that. They've said it. You know, you're gifted. You're gifted. You're gifted. I've heard it my whole fucking life. You know what? What the fuck is gifted? What does that mean? Because you see gifted? Because you see that I bring out something in you? You know, what? what is it? At the it? end of the day, it doesn't matter if somebody feels that way. It, all that matters is what you feel you bring to the table what do you want other people to see about you well that's the main yeah i goal. see it every day i like with 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 the way we worked i have to i have with our working i'm spot on you know every time i go up to a table i make them happy even though i'm going through it and even though right. you're going through it we everyone I, I do it. I don't wear my shit. I sometimes do. But when I'm down, I have to remember happiness is a choice. Exactly. It literally is a choice. Uh, to an extent. It no it, to it, an extent. Because at the end of the day, if you're not making yourself happy, what are you doing? Nobody is living for you. Absolutely you not. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely not. At the end of the day. I think what bothers me is, and not to interrupt you, when I know I'm on my A game, this is called self-reflection. This is called checking yourself. Right. When I go to the wine bar, and I am my normal fucking jovial, awesome self that I love, and I see everything around me, and I see people around me, and I see Heather, and I see Rachel, and I see that they see me, and then I go up there this a second or third time, and I'm different. That's the part called self-reflection. You have it, and it's intrapersonal. You have to take yourself out of it. That's called growing up. That's called growing. That's exactly. called wisdom. You have to remember every situation you're in is going to be probably Groundhog's Day. Probably the same situation. What are you going to do to be different this time? Right. And every time, guess what? People fight or flight. And you know what? I have no business hanging out with that girl. Not because of her. Because I have no business. I should not be. It's you fun. have to worry about you My, at the end of the day. Yeah, it's fine. You yeah. have to, um, you know, make sure you're good. Because if you don't do that... Yeah, it'll, it'll fall. How are you supposed to help it'll anybody fall. else? How are you supposed to respect anybody else? Yeah. Right, you know what I'm saying? I do. How are you supposed I to do. uplift anybody right, right, else? Right, right, right. Because you got to do yeah. worry about yourself first. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You know what, though? You know, I like what you're saying. We're we're all superheroes. We all we all get kryptonite. Superman got kryptonite. Kryptonite. Yeah, <laughs> that girl may not be kryptonite, but her evil or wh whatever shit happens within me and that is kryptonite. And and I'm I'm allowing the kryptonite to happen. I'm allowing Spider Man Part Three to happen. Have you ever seen that movie with Tony yeah. McGuire? It's true. 
Like you can't let like it. It's hap. It it has happened. But it's so easy to do this. Go away. I swear to God, it's so easy for that to happen. I do not let somebody hit me in the fucking head. I allow That's it. a whole nother segment. It's, it's, it's... What we need to focus on is purpose-driven life. Purpose-driven life. That's a good book by... Absolutely. It's Absolutely. A, yeah, because, like... Life is fleeting, and I do want to bring it back to the Lord and God for a minute. Jesus Christ in heaven. Oh, okay. <laughs> Where are we Popcorn, yeah. We're eating popcorn, y'all. I got a stick of butter the size of Montana in Yo, this. No, she's not lying. She ain't. I got Island Reef candle and a bottle of tequila. Um... That's the thing. You gotta be... You gotta be firm. Oh! This might blow your mind. Oh, but it's shit. true. In the Bible. Oh, shit. Here we go. Guard your heart, because out of the heart, the mind flows. So you got to guard your heart. You got to guard your heart, because if you let shit in, you're going to let shit out of your brain. It's a problem. I think... That's true. That's what people need to do. Guard your heart. No, I think people need to be more open. To what? Everything. I'm talking more like... Getting to know, just just by what you just said, my instant thought is, let's just say, people getting to know each other. Yeah. You need to fucking be up front. You have to be a hundred. Why would you start off a relationship with lies? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Maybe, what about you? Maybe. How do you start, that's a great question. How do you start relationships? Because with me, I, I think... I jump ship real quick. I think you do. Oh, I totally do. I just, I've done Absolutely. It. I was single for three years because I had a bad relationship with my ex. We can't say it because we're podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> Name will not disclose. I Di- can't stand you. <laughs> it's a Mandy, but with a B. Just I kidding. With an R. Just kidding. <laughs> Don't sue me, Randy. Um, no, but, you know, when you have these things, Lenore goes, you have... Fucking PTSD. Yeah, you have PTSD. I legit was doing great. This was cloud nine. Got my studio bag, got my job, everything's great. So you was so was no, no 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 no. Tell me how did it lead to that? Let tell me about when you met this girl. Which one? Don't say it. B with an R and an Angie. <laughs> with an R. <laughs> Match.com. Oh Hello. really? Yeah. Not sponsored. Yeah, not sponsored. No plug-in, but hey. <laughs> if you got somebody, send them. Oh, um, so I was on Match for, like, I was I was dating this other uh, woman named Tina, but not Tina. It was a G. <laughs> <laughs> and not Gina. So, yeah. And I was like, and, and, and it's crazy how emotions arise. Everybody always says it. When you move on to the next... You'll get over the last. Lenore and I had a conversation about Lena in the car. We talked about it. I was like, you know, and I just a normal, just normal shit that you would probably say to me right now. Jesus Christ. I wish if only you could have that with me. Like literally a, a, a seven hour conversation to get over 
you know who, mm-hmm. would make you feel better as a friend to me. Right. It's weird how you can never tell somebody, and I never tell anybody, you need to get over it. I would never tell anybody. No, it's a process. grieving is grieving, you whether know? it's death or a relationship. I would never say, are you done yet? I like, would never do that. Exactly. 